welcome to Empty Nesting Podcast. I'm your host, Glenda Edwards, and Denise Hall is my guest today. For today's episode, we'll be discussing the new norm. Denise, welcome to the Empty Nesting Podcast. Thank you for coming on today and being my guest discussing the new norm. Now, both of our, well, I can't say both, but your kids, your triplets and my daughter, they both graduated together last year. And this time last year, our lives were kind of turned upside down because their senior year of high school was coming to an end and our schedules were a bit crazy, but your schedule was crazier than mine because it was times three. And so, you know, now that our kids are off to to college, what has your new norm been like? And are you still defining what the new norm is? Um, Well, certainly um, there has been a shift in my household. When you go from having three teenagers in and out Mm -hmm. on different schedules, you know, different friends, different food, whatever's going on, there was always something new and unexpected every single day. Right. Um, And that it brought a lot of of noise and a lot of energy, Mm -hmm. um, usually good energy, but not always Mm -hmm. um, into the house. And um, so certainly as they uh, went off to school, Uh, it changed a lot. I'm sure. Um, so, I mean, my new norm, which I am very much still defining as to what that looks like. Right. What do I want it to be? But certainly, um, it is a lot quieter. I'm sure. <laughs> um, there's a lot less laundry mm-hmm. and a lot less dishes. Yeah. And, and I'm finding that part of in- empty nesting um, and the new norm to be kind of nice I'm not gonna lie um and so that's been fun in a lot of ways and Mm -hmm. and refreshing in some um but you also kind of miss that energy in life that that was that came in your house right so it's kind of on the balance of of how do you um you know how do you bring a little more energy into the house but still get the benefit of not you know running around frazzled like like I was doing last year right Uh, I wouldn't change any of that Mm -hmm. Um, from last year, but I, I have an opportunity to direct a new path and a, and a new kind of a new normal. And I don't think I'm there yet, but, um, but so far it's, it's, it's been good and it's good days and then different days. They're all different, but, right. Um, right. but a lot of it I like. Okay. So with you defining what your new norm is and because you like myself, we were very hands-on with our right. kids, you know, doing everything, supporting them with their sports with school. Um, and then also too, you know, all of us, you know, what kind of friends with our, you know, kids, parents. And so with defining what that new norm is, is there anything, you know, from your previous normal that you miss that you don't really get a chance to engage in now that, you know, the kids are off to college? Sure. I I mean, I miss their school. Um, you know, it was a smaller private school, and, um, and my kids had started early there. Mm-hmm. So my life was for 15 years. I right. went almost every day mm-hmm. or at least every weekday to the campus of their school. Right. And there was a connection there and it felt like it was a part of me. Okay. And, and so it, that has been a good, it's good not to have to go because it was a good 30 minute drive from my house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't miss that. Um, but there's, there was a, 
an organization and an entity to get behind. Yeah. Whether it was uh, supporting, um, you know, your daughter in mock trial mm-hmm. or, or supporting my daughter cheering yeah. um, or, or attempting to play golf <laughs> or, or my sons um, in, in their football, basketball or baseball endeavors. There was a, a fun team unity right. around the school. Yeah. And, and certainly that, and, and I didn't go to this school. Right. So it's been a little bit, you know, so I don't, I'm, it's not my alma mater. Right. It, it, if I go and watch, I mean, I am supporting kids that I got to watch when my kids play because mm-hmm. they're still that age, but I realize they're going to eventually age out and right. I'm not going to know anybody. And, and so I want to retreat from that um, mm-hmm. because it isn't going to be my long-term normal to right. support your school. Right. Um, in, in that way. I mean, you know, I'll always be an outside cheerleader. I, it's a part of who my kids became. Right. And so I like it, but it isn't a part of my everyday, and nor do I think it necessarily should be part of my mm-hmm. everyday life now. So I, I've kind of tried to figure out what, what can replace that. For me right now, it's been a little bit about following my collegiate um, school and, okay. and, the, um, and their athletics and kind of getting behind something that I had wanted to do when I was raising my kids, but I didn't have time, time. to do. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense. So what is your, or who is your collegiate school? It's okay. University of South Carolina. Okay. Lady Go Gamecocks. And it's been fun to watch the um, the, the ladies, the women's basketball team. They're, they've been a delight to watch this year. So oh, that, that has been fun. I certainly um, I got to go to a, a fair amount of games mm-hmm. that I didn't get to do because I chose, obviously, to see my kids right. play right. Over, over my alma mater. Um, but, but that's fun. And that's something that's been kind of new. It feels, you know, it, it's different to watch other, you know, just to watch other people play than my kids. But right. It, but it's been kind of fun too. There's not a lot of pressure. You get to just be a spectator, right, and not a parent, right. And right. that's that's kind of freeing and and yeah. takes a little pressure off. Oh yeah, because when you're watching your child do something like you want them to be successful, and so you see the struggles, and you know, and you know, if things don't go well, then you know you gotta kind of watch what you say because you know some people take a loss, you know, different than than others, and give them their space so that they can. Um, you know, just kind of reflect on, on what happened and, and move forward. So are there other things that you do now that you previously could not do, but you wanted to do, but time just was not on your side? I'm not sure if it's something I wanted to do, but uh, corresponding to my kids going off to school, I, I had been part-time when they were growing up. Mm-hmm. And so I went back full-time, Okay, um, which is good. It, it's allowed me to in, engage um uh, in a more significant role mm-hmm. uh, in my in my work. Okay. Um, and I have enjoyed that, and it because it's hard to you know to be um, a mover and shaker in an organization when you're only there ten to fifteen hours. Right. Um, right. So I feel like I'm, I'm getting more involved, and maybe I'll have an opportunity to to shape some decisions and stuff they make because I'm okay. there on a more on a on a more regular basis. Um, to say I really am excited about having a full-time <laughs> job, I'm not sure I'd get that far. Um, but um, it certainly uh, being independent and wealthy would be probably a better choice. But yeah. uh, but no, I do. I did. I knew that would, would be something that I would do. And it, it's been kind of nice because it has offset some of that time. Okay. So I've had something to fill um, in by working, you know, a good 
20, what, 25 more hours mm-hmm. a, a week. Um, okay. So that's offset that time. Right. Um, and, and also maybe tired. So they, I don't notice at the end of the day that I'm not going to a basketball game or a football game because I'm just happy to get home <laughs> and, uh, and sit down and, and rest a little bit. But uh, that's been something I've been able to do okay. that, I, that I, I could have done when my kids were there, but I, I chose not to. Um, and uh, my husband and I probably go more. Uh, the probably the biggest thing that's different is my husband and I go out to dinner just the two of us much more often. Oh, that's great. And that's been fun. Okay, that's great. So, what about um, you know? Because we every um, spring break, I guess for for like the last six to seven years, we have all always gone on spring break together. And so, and now spring break is coming up for some of our kids. Um, you know, are you going to be, you know, going on trips with, with your kids on their spring, spring break, or are you going to let them kind of venture out and do whatever it is that they want to do? Well, certainly, um, you know, there's not a common bond of friends. Mm-hmm. And so they each have their own set of friends. Um, you know, but there doesn't seem to be a collective push, at least in the, in my kids' life, um, it, it, with their friends to all do something together like we did in high school, just mm-hmm. a different kind of scenario yeah. and a different kind of situation. Yeah. Um, so none of them really have committed to anything. And, of course, just because this is how it has to work in my life, they don't, their spring breaks aren't all three at the same time. Oh, okay. So it's, it was kind of hard to, say, plan a family vacation mm. because, A, they probably – they're independent. I'm not sure that they're quite ready to come back and just be right. a family thing. Right. That might not be cool. Um, but unfortunately, my daughter, we've been talking about trying to get up to New York. Okay. Um, and so we were able to schedule on the tail end of first spring break. Okay. Um, a, a little quick trip up for just a couple nights up in New York. And we're going to hit a play or two. Oh, um, so that's defining her spring break. Okay. And it's keeping me busy enough as I'll be, I'll work in, I'll be working in the first half of, you know, the first part of the week. So, okay. um, yeah, that's been kind of fun, but I kind of, I feel a little bit bad because she was the only one that wanted to go. And so I feel like I'm leaving the boys kind of in the lurch because we're not doing a group, Mm -hmm. you know, thing, but they've, you know, I told each of them if they wanted to do something that I would help, you know, I'd help pay for it Mm -hmm. because I felt like I was doing something with Allison and therefore they should get the same opportunity. But, um, they, they didn't really want to, I think they're tired. I think for them, Mm -hmm. They've loved the school. They've made great transitions, but I think they're almost kind of looking forward to, to just downtime. having some downtime and, and to for them to reconnect with some of their friends who happen to have overlapping spring breaks. So okay. I think they're looking forward to that. I will miss that if I'm traveling with my daughter, but right. um, so that's kind of sad. But you know, it, the schedules just don't overlap the way they did yeah. um, in the in the past. So the new normal for us is coordinating five wholly different schedules. Oh yeah. And that's just something we're going to, that's going to be the new norm from here out. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was talking to my daughter today and that's something that she said that she's going to kind of miss is that all of us getting together for spring break. Cause she said those trips were always just so, so much fun. Um, but um, she will be coming home and she will be, working with the mock trial team, helping them get ready for state. So she'll be here that Monday, um, helping them with, with practice. And then she's also going to go in and help them, um, you know, kind of coach them through, you know, 
um, state. So that, yeah, so that is fun. And she's actually, you know, looking forward. I thought that maybe she was going to say, mom, I'm going to be going this place or that place. You know, I need you to fund, fund me, but she has decided that she's going to come home and help out her old mock trial team. So. But it was just interesting because it's very similar to my kids. They don't have huge things. I think one of my uh, kids is going to go back to school and talk about what college like has been the transition oh, that's um, right. at school. And then the other, I think he's just going to come back and, and relax. So I, I love that they want to come back to my mm-hmm. home yeah. and, and that the new normal is a desire to be there. Right. I, I think in the past it was just, it was just a thing. It's just what you do. That's where you live. That's right. what you do. I think I've been able to enjoy um, as far as empty nesting and the new normal is that when my kids come home, they, they're more like gifts, even though, I, I mean, I want them to always feel, they, it's still their home, mm-hmm. but, you know, they come down and, and they have conversations mm-hmm. with um, my husband and I about, you know, things that they, that went on um, during the year and stuff. And that's kind of fun. I mean, yeah. in high school, it was like, I, I think we were necessary evils. Right. They, they talked to us when they had something they needed to communicate. But, um, and I asked my son about that. I said, what, did we just become cooler? But I I think, and I think this is a thing, it was because they were home every single night, you know, and so, but going off at school, you know, just like us, they're going through a transition too, and so they don't get to see us either, and so they don't get to say, you know, hey mom, hey dad, and so now that when they do come come home, they're more willing to talk about things that they wouldn't necessarily have when they were were home, so. Yeah, and I actually asked one of my sons, I said, um, Am I, am I really cooler? What, what, you know, I love that you want to talk to me. He said, well, I mean, when I lived with you, I didn't need to talk to you. Right. We, you just saw everything that you needed to see, which is not necessarily true, yeah. but in his eyes, it was mm-hmm. in, in his eyes. Why do I need to tell you that I have homework tonight? You should just know I'm upstairs studying. Right. I mean, to me, upstairs studying versus watching basketball, he looks the same. <laughs> I, I don't hear what he's doing in his room. So, right. uh, but he, to him, I just knew I had, I guess eyes everywhere in the house. Now he knows that a lot of his life is clearly, I don't know, and he, right. he's happy to share that. And I'm grateful for that. And that's been a fun, maybe unexpected part of my new normal. Okay. And that sounds great, you know, because my daughter, um, you know, we are close. It was just me and her. She is definitely my person. But um, she calls me every single day and she is telling me about something, you know, that, that has happened, you know, something that, that is going on. Um, and even, you know, when she was home last over the winter break, um, we don't typically sit and watch a movie together because, you know, she has all the upstairs to herself. But, um, you know, Christmas night, we sat, you know, after all of our guests had, had left and she was like, do you want to watch a movie together? And I just thought that was the sweetest thing because we hadn't did that since she was, I think, in middle school. So that was, you know, very fun. Um, to just sit on the couch and just watch a movie with with my daughter. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun. So, you know, for me, when um, when my daughter left to go to school, I tried to, you know, say that, you know, I was going to start going to the gym more. <laughs> um, you know, I said, I said either I was going to get up earlier and go to the gym or I was going to go to the gym, you know, when I got home. But I have to say that, you know, even though I do have more time, there has been other things to fill up my, my time. Like I, I still want to, you know, stay connected to my friends. 
Um, and so we tend to, you know, we, we haven't, you know, gone out to eat a, a lot late lately, but initially when our kids first went out to school, like I felt like we were, you know, going out to eat every week, which was fun. Um, and then I started this podcast, which, you know, tends to take up a lot of time. And then I do have a best friend from college that is getting married. And so gearing up for, for that, because that's like, you know, maybe 17 days away. So has there been anything that you said, oh, now that I have all this time, I'm going to start doing, but really not so much? Well, uh, there's, I think, a few things. Um, certainly, I think the new normal has been more sedentary than I had planned. Mm. Um, and so uh, in line of yeah, I certainly had planned to uh, cook all these healthy meals <laughs> and and exercise um, and just, you know, kind of catch up. My life feels like it's been out of control for 19 years. Mm -hmm. um, and you get three at one time, oh, everything, yeah. everything changes. And so I had this master plan that after about two months, right, I'd be caught up on all that. And then I would just get up and I'd get up early in the morning and I'd read the newspaper and have a cup of coffee. And then I'd go for a two-mile jog which, you know, if you realize that I really don't even talk to the mailbox, that's that's a lofty goal. But, um, and um, no, I really haven't done that the way I had hoped. Um, but I do, I still aim to get there. Right. Um, and for me, some other things have taken taken that. Obviously, getting adjusted. Mm -hmm. um, when I say sedentary, well, I mean, I have a job where I sit at a desk. Yes. And, and, and so I'm sitting for those hours. And then um, kind of corresponding to the first semester, my mother ran into some health issues. And so she okay. has either been in the hospital or rehab. Um, and so there's, those things have taken up some time. So I haven't been able to do some of the things I had hoped for. Okay. And so we're going to continue to talk about that after we go to break and hear from our sponsors. Before we went into our break, you were starting to talk about your mom. You want to continue to tell us about that? Sure. Um, you know, unfortunately, um, she's had some health issues and that's, you know, put her kind of, she's not mobile and she's uh, in facility right now mm -hmm. where she's getting the, the care that she needs. That's and good. certainly um, um, it's been that you know, being an empty nester has allowed me to to go over there, say every day, without without sacrificing the time with my kids right. that I would have done had you know had she got and she had these episodes when they were there and I just mm -hmm. wasn't able to devote as much time to her, um, and so that's been a a blessing and a and, and a curse at the same time. Obviously, I don't wish for my mother to not be doing well, but I do. I'm grateful that I can go by every day. Right. So it's kind of become part of my routine. Um, to go to work and then swing by and mm -hmm. see her. So that goes back to the sedentary we were talking about a little right. bit. Um, you know, I'm sitting at work and then I'm sitting when I visit with her mm -hmm. and then I get home and I'm exhausted and I sit. Uh, um, so we're looking to change some of that up. I mean, okay. and that's the beautiful thing I think about being an empty nester is it, it doesn't require a, a lot of effort to kind of change things up. Right. That's you know, true. When my kids were young, if I all of a sudden decided I wanted to go to the gym every day, I had to find a babysitter mm -hmm. or I had to make plans how they're going to get from A to B, or right. B, you know, from point A to point B, or, you know, and then if something happened, they had too much homework, they got sick, then I, my plans, you know, got canceled. Right. So I think the, the, the joy of an empty nester is I can, it's an evolving thing and I can change it 
you know, as we go, I can add things. I certainly haven't done anything as lofty as a podcast, but um, mm-hmm. I do have a professional certification that I, I intend um, to try to go for um, probably more in the fall when the kids are back in school for their sophomore okay. sophomore year. Um, it requires some studying and, and a lot of uh, teaching myself some things in order to, to be able to pass that certification. So, um, and it, it's just neat that I can make those decisions. I can make plans right. um, without having to coordinate the yeah. whole a litany of things to happen. Right. right. And that is a, a beauty. I mean, you know, I um, recently just took a trip to Miami. And so before, you know, if I was going to be taking a trip, um, you know, I would have to make sure because, you know, my, my daughter did not like to stay home by herself. And so I would always have to make sure that it was okay for her to go and spend the night at her best friend house in which, you know, they always said that she was, you know, welcome, but I just wanted to, to make sure, you know, to, to, to give them a heads up that, Hey, I'm going to be out of town. This is when I'm leaving. This is when I'm going to come back. Um, you know, and so, yeah. So not having to check, you know, in with your children just to see what's going on in, on, on you know, in their schedule to, to make sure that you are not going to be missing in anything and having to postpone a trip that is a really good thing about emptiness. And that's, to me, that's, that's one of the joys. That's one of the plus of being uh, an empty nester. So, um, so, so you taking this certification, um, is this going to be something that's going to, you know, help you to advance in your career or something that you feel like is going to equip you to be, um, to be able to do your job better? Um, none of the above. Oh, uh, in, okay. in, in, in theory, it, it could have. And, and at a younger age, had I been able to do it, it, it could have afforded me a different job opportunity mm-hmm. um, or maybe to go out and create a, a business myself uh, with my certification. Um, it might come with a, a small token uh, amount okay. of a salary increase. This is more of a bucket item for me. Oh, okay. Um, just something that I've wanted to do. And it, it's more of a, a, an accomplishment thing. So, yeah, and it, it, it looks, I mean, it doesn't, certainly doesn't hurt my career in any way okay. to, to go about it, but it's, it's just more of a, of a personal goal. And I think that is uh, uh, one of the other things about being an MPNS is all of a sudden the choices that I make on a day-to-day basis are really about me or, or me and my husband, Yeah. where the choices I made, you know, in the past were about making sure that I was available or, um, you know, my husband was available for my kids. It was a decision for the five of us. Right. And right. and that's a harder decision to, to take time out of your day to, mm-hmm. to pursue something like a certification yeah. um, when you're affecting five people. And, right. And, you know, my husband works um, sometimes in the evenings. So, you know, pursuing something like this doesn't even really impact him. Right. Um, so that's been a, a unique thing that that's what's really afforded me the chance to, to kind of commit to, to moving that forward sometime in the next year or so. Okay. Now, speaking of your husband, because we we all know that dads deal with empty nesting different from the moms because we're typically more hands on. How has your husband like has there been like any um, signs or any discussion about, you know, how he has adjusted to, you know, empty nesting where, you know, you guys, I would say, you know, typically almost every weekend had a house full of kids. You know, sometimes my daughter would be part of that, those kids that would be at your house. But how has he, you know, like adjusted to empty nesting? 
Um, my husband was pretty, pretty kind of laid back. So I, I may think to the outside observer, life is seemingly unchanged. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he works, you know, long hours. And so he still works the same schedule he did. Uh, when they were, they were there. And, um, you know, now it, instead of having to drive all the way from work, you know, to a game, he, he comes home. Um, and, and it, it looks the same to, to most people. Maybe even he's a little bit more rested because, because mm-hmm. of that. Um, but but we've been married for 23 years, and, and I, it bothers him more than I think he, he would let on. Oh, yeah. Um, because he's kind of a, a laid-back, really quiet guy, mm-hmm. um, he, he, he needed that energy in life, I think, right. at, at home um, to, to kind of feed off of. So mm-hmm. he's, he's a little more reserved. Um, now, we've been able to, to go out to eat, and I think he's enjoyed, you know, not co- coming home from work and especially if we go out to eat, we come home and guess what? The house is clean, just like we left it, right. um, which is a novel idea when right. you're raising kids of any age. Right. Um, so he actually can relax. It's not like, oh, now I got to, you know, clean up after, after every, even if we went out before mm-hmm. then, and we were leaving our teenage kids at home alone, it looked like a war, world war three went through the kitchen um, and so we'd have to get them and there, there were bad, but right. you know, there's just more people in the house and yeah. more, more stuff to clean up after. So I think he enjoys that, but I think he misses, misses the, the connection yeah. that he had just by being present. I'm more outgoing. So if I feel like I'm missing my daughter, I'd send her a text. Hey, yeah. what's going on? Or my son, Hey, what's going on? He's not as good at that. So mm-hmm. um, one of the things I've tried to do to help him is if I'm sending just a random text like that. A lot of times I'll include him so that he gets to stay connected. Um, I have to, you know, I'm still the catalyst behind it, but he enjoys that. Um, But he loves those conversations I alluded to earlier. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. He just sits there and and you can just see him being. He's so proud of his kids and he feels like it's like talking to an adult and he enjoys that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. So... This time next year, is there like a goal that you have set for yourself to say, this is where I want to be this time next year? You know, I got all this time and really I'm the only person, you know, that I am responsible currently. You know, even though our kids are off to college and we are somewhat responsible for them, but, you know, at home, it's just you and it's your husband and it's just, just me. Are there, you know, is, is there one thing that you would want to be doing and be, I guess, flourishing at, you know, that this time next year? But I think there are uh, certainly several things uh, we've kind of talked about that I hope that, you know, um, as I develop a more disciplined emptiness process um that there'll be some you know some some better cooking some some more exercise and all those things that really just make for a healthier you um but i think in particular what i'm looking for um and this may really be more when my mother's health is 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 better um but i really as a parent and as a mom um when that's part of your daily life, you're, you're giving of yourself, mm-hmm. um, for somebody else. And I'm, I'm, I do miss that. And, and, and my marriage is great, but it's more of a partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I'm looking for a way, you know, to get involved, um, 
with an organization where I feel like I can give back. Right. You know, where maybe I can tutor kids right. or or mentor some or, or maybe help um, women uh, better their lives or teach them a skill. Um, I don't know what that is at the moment. Mm-hmm. I've, got, I've got some ideas. I certainly am a people person. And, right. And so I have missed the presence of more people and the giving of myself um, in that way. So I hope that I can find a niche where I can kind of, I don't want to say mother, but but where I get that same kind of connection or or give back to to somebody. Oh, yeah, because it does feel good when you are helping others and the things that we did for our kids. And I think um, just the little things that they probably really never paid attention to until they left to go to school. Um, Because that's one of the things that my daughter, you know, that she talked about, she said that she missed the little things she was getting ready for to go travel for a mock trial competition. And so whenever she got ready for her mock trial competition, I will always make sure that the shoes that she wore for her competition, that they were ready you know, I would go get them, you know, just to, not that they needed to be fixed, but I would just, you know, make sure that the little tab on the bottom, you know, was replaced, you know, just from normal wear and tear. I would make sure that her suit was was ready to go and make sure that the jewelry that she wanted to wear was, you know, a, 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 you know available. And then, you know, I think um, her team too, they just competed in a regional competition. And so two of the parents, they actually texted me and said, we really miss you. And, you know, I really never thought about all of the things that I did, but, you know, just, I love giving back and I love helping. And I do love being around the youth. I mean, I think the, the youth keeps us young. And so one of the things that I am, you know, hope, hoping for Two is to find some type of youth program to help mentor kids um, that need that extra push, you know, because I think um, a lot of times, you know, kids may not have those opportunities that our kids, you know, had. And I want to be able to, you know, give back and, you know, let someone know that, hey, it's going to be okay, that you have everything that you need to be successful. It's there. You just got to pull it out. And so, that is something that I'm, you know, hoping this time next year that I can be a part of some type of organization for the youth to be able to help and, and mentor them. So, and so from a girl's perspective, you know, because us moms, we are so used to being around each other all the time. And that is something that I miss wholeheartedly. It seems like, you know, during football season, you know, we would, pile up t- together, whether it was in your car, my car, Stephanie's car, and we would go to a game. And even though my daughter was was not a sports guy, but you you know that basketball is my favorite sport. And so I would go and support your your sons, you know, to watch them play play ball. And so one of the things too that that I wanna do is, you know, maybe create something like a girls trip. For all of the the moms that we can, you know, maybe do once a a year just for all of us to come together and, you know, talk about, you know, what our kids are are doing, what we're doing that is new. Um, Just because I do miss that friendship. I miss that connection because, as you said, being part of our kids, you know, school, that was a community. It was more like a family. You know, everybody knew everybody and we all supported each other, whether, you know, 
my child plays sports or not, you know, everyone was always so supportive of what she did with Mark Trial, and it meant a lot, you know, so that's something that I'm hoping to do as, as well. Well, and I certainly um, have missed um, the friendship and companionship of my my kids, peers, parents. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was it's it's harder. You have to make a concerted effort, right? Um, and I kind of find myself in a feast or famine mode with that. Um, and I'm trying to find a, a balance. It's like, wow, I miss everybody. So then it's like I plan something for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday because I miss everybody. And then I'm like, oh, and I get overwhelmed. And then I shut down for a couple of weeks and and don't. But I do. Uh, I think I'd love something like like a getaway where we just stay connected. And and for a lot of different reasons, other they were generally as as people. Um, my kids, peers, parents, I generally enjoy. Yes, absolutely. But I also want to hear about how their kids are doing. Right. I, I I miss, you know, I, it's hard enough to keep up with my own kids because they're not, they're day in and day out. Um, so I don't really get to hear how everybody else is doing. I would love um, to hear their successes and, and their struggles too, because I think that's kind of who, how we are molded as right. people. And, and those are equally as important, but how are they, you know, coping with those and how I can learn when my kid gets there. Right. To, to direct them in, in that way. So um, I, I've done at times a very good job of keeping up um, with those people and, and you obviously. Um, and then sometimes not, not as good. Sometimes yeah. it's location, you know, yeah. um, we do live out kind of off where a lot of our, um, our friends live and that makes it a little, takes a little more energy and effort. But I, I really hope that our group of, of friends in the graduating class at our kids' school, I hope we stay in touch. Yeah. And I, we find ways agree. to do that. I would agree because, you know, I just, I've learned so much from those groups of, of parents. And, and like you said, they are genuine, just good people. And, you know, I have made some long life friends, you know, from, you know, connecting with my daughter. Um, you know, parents, well, her friends, parents. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm hoping too that, you know, those relationships can continue to grow and, you know, we continue to go through life together. But, you know, as our kids went their separate ways, everybody's life just kind of takes over. And it's like, you, you want to stay in touch, but, you know, people have so much stuff going on because they are adjusting too, to the new, new norm. Yeah, I think it takes um, a concerted effort to, to yeah. keep those uh, friendships going. And I think you have to recognize that the new norm isn't every Friday night at a football game. Right. That it isn't going to be, you're not going to see these, you know, these, uh, your friends, um, your kids' friends' parents. You're not going to see them at the school night. You're not right. going to see them at, you know, this school function or that school function. And so, where before you didn't have to take the effort, it just kind of it afford, the the schedule afforded you those opportunities to right. to to cross paths. Now now it takes a, a you know it takes diligence, and I think it's just a, a couple of people to get it together. Um, we know we had talked about um, getting together as a group of moms and making care packages for our kids, and we never yeah. did that. You know, Stephanie said that uh, yeah, she so, wanted to do that, and. Our kids are what ten months yeah. um, out of high school, and we have not done that. So we need to um, definitely call Stephanie and tell her to get that ball rolling, and that'll give us opportunity to all kind of to get, get together. To, together. And maybe we can do it on a Saturday and just kind of hang out and catch up and make some care packages. Awesome.
So Denise, if someone, you know, asked you a question, if there was some advice that you could give an empty nester to be, what would that advice be? Well, I think it's to maybe not have a whole bunch of expectations about what you're going to do right off the bat because it is a huge change. It is. And in a, in a lot of ways, I have uh, enjoyed it. It has given me some freedom. I've been able to put myself at the top of the line for mm-hmm. the first time in about 19 years. Um, but d- don't mistake that that excitement with not a point of, of grieving and understanding and, and now trying to define who I am. Right. That transition is, is not as easy on some days as it is others. So I think you want to give yourself grace. Grace to miss your kids. It's yes. okay. I think it's okay to miss them. Oh, yeah. It's okay to miss them and then also be excited and and proud of the opportunities that you have now right. to put yourself first. And, and that's going to look different for everybody. For me, it was... I think in some ways it was easier for me. People think, okay, wow, you're how you had three, so this is a huge adjustment for you. Um, I think in some ways it was easier for me because it was so overwhelming. Mm. So it's like for 19 years I have felt outnumbered, (laughs) overwhelmed uh, on everything. I mean, I just remember being excited when my kids got out of braces because trying to coordinate three different their schedules, so three different kids' schedules, my schedule. And a monthly orthodontist about sent me an appointment, about sent me over the edge, wow. trying to get it all coordinated yeah. and, and then trying to make dentist appointments and, and, and wellness checks and, and haircuts. And, and mm-hmm. oh, don't forget, we have to decide what we're going to eat tonight. Right. Um, and, and so I have enjoyed that. And it's actually maybe made the transition because it, sometimes I've just felt so overwhelmed right. with, with being outnumbered and, and overwhelmed. Um, I, I loved every moment of that. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't. I wouldn't change that, right? But it it made it kind of a a, a breeze, yeah. a sigh, and I can see that. I can a sigh, see and that. it was something that I was looking forward to. I miss my kids every day, yeah. Um, but um, you know, fortunately, technology as allows us to stay in touch with them in a way that I didn't stay in touch with my mom, right? Um, I didn't have to wait in line for a corded phone exactly. on the wall, exactly. um, uh, um, to talk to them. I just sent them a text, and they're um, amazing. Uh, at how quickly they respond just to say, you know, I don't get a lot of in, of details, but I do get a, I'm doing great or, you know, I don't feel so good or whatever the case may be. And it's a way to stay in touch. Right. So I, that has helped. I think that transition, and I think it's okay. I, I think technology um, sometimes can be uh, overbearing on your life, but I think it sometimes it allows us to stay in touch with those that we love. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I would have to say that, you know, if I would, to give someone um, some advice about coming into empty nesting is, you know, allow yourself, as you said, to grieve, you know, um, don't try to compare your empty nesting to someone else because everyone's, you know, entry into um, empty nesting is completely different. You know, you, you had three, I had one, um, you know, my first, 30 days, I think was the toughest for me because, you know, I was just so used to, you know, talking to her, you know, every single day we would have a conversation going to school, conversation coming home from from school. So, um, you know, and I would just, you know, tell them to just pace themselves and enjoy 
um, the time that they have for themselves. Because one of the things that I think that I enjoy the most about empty nesting is coming home and just sitting down and listening to my thoughts. Wherein before I really did not have that ability to come home and sit down and think about, you know, what I needed to get done because there was always so much other things for, for, for me to do, not necessarily for me, but for, for her. And now I have that ability to come home and sit down and think about what I need to do for me. So that would be my piece of advice. Well, Denise, I want to thank you for coming and being a guest on the Empty Nesting Podcast. Um, and I hope that you have enjoyed being a guest today. <laughs> I have. And now, now we need to go out to dinner at sometime next week and, yes. and, and stay connected. So oh, absolutely. it has been a delight. It's been a lot of fun and uh, um, happy Empty Nesting. All right. Well, thank you. That's all for today's episode of Empty Nesting. Thank you again to my guest, Denise Hall, for joining me and sharing your new norm. Thank you to our listeners. And if there is a question or a topic you would like for me to discuss on this podcast, please click on the message link to send a message. And don't forget to subscribe and share this with your family and with your friends. And please follow me on Instagram at empty underscore nesting underscore is underscore real. Remember to love yourself and always be kind to others.